tonight that up it's your boy jay bandit here with another cushion cause cushion coffee epi episode today we got k in the building from thc infusions how you doing k hey everybody how you doing thank you so much for having me jamie i appreciate um having me on the cushion coffee podcast no problem uh thank you for coming on for sure it's all it's all i'm about man i'm just trying to bring awareness to because i'm a big weed activist you know what i'm saying i like nice. smoking cannabis so and i seen you across the way at my homeboy's uh, place doing a little pop-up and i popped in on you Hey, shout out Sal. Shout out Sal. Yeah, shout out Sal down the, down the hallway over here at the rock spot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hit him up. Mm, let me like this joint. While I'm lighting this joint, tell him a little bit about yourself, okay? Hey, um, so I am from the south side of Chicago, guys. Um, I just started my business, THC Infusions, the beginning of, beginning of last year. It's been picking up some momentum. Um, and now I've just been trying my best to expand it, reach new uh, people, let them know the options that they're out there. You know, it's a new world. So, you know, uh, that cannabis is becoming more of a lifestyle than just, uh, um, you know, I, I guess like a temporary thing or just a, a behind just the not a thing doors. to be cool anymore, right? Right, right, right. It's like a more of a lifestyle than just something to be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's how I feel like, because uh, that's how I started this podcast, because literally I start my morning with cushion coffee in the morning. <laughs> nice. So, like, usually I, I'll call some other creator or my, or my cousin usually. Shout out to Coyote Man's basis. Hito. Uh, we'll talk to each other and we'll smoke some weed and drink some coffee while we're like FaceTiming and just nice. browsing ideas. And I was just like, man, why don't we just come up with our own podcast called Cushion Coffee, bro? Right. <laughs> and so sure. just talk about random shit. And then we just sat down. He used to do it with me and then uh, he got busy with his band. So I just kept moving forward. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I wanted to, I always wanted to do a podcast myself, but it was just like, what am I going to do it? And then it was like, oh, I got to make it so structured. And it was like, kind of, I overthought about it. So I never did it. So it's cool that you're just here just with a good vibe, just letting it flow. Yeah, because uh, that's uh, like one of the main things. So I think I'm reading this book right now. It's called Think to Get Rich by Napoleon I, Hill. I, I read it, yes. That's a, that's a real, like that's changing my whole life. I'm looking at a lot of things in my life. Like, holy shit, I never even paid attention to that until mm -hmm. somebody actually, had, you have to ask, answer those questions about yourself that he talks about, about being insecure and like overthinking and not, your idea about starting a podcast, never right. just putting it the foot forward to doing it, you know? Yeah. You just got to stay persistent and, like, try it. Like, you never know until you fail things. Exactly. That's exactly what started my business, actually, was just um, jumping in on one thing, and one thing led to another, and one another thing led to another thing, and now I'm here, and it's like, I didn't expect this, like... I started this all to just make edibles for my friend that asked me to, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's crazy that now I'm just... People look at me as part of the community cannabis community now right? like a chemist yeah. scientist that knows how to do this because i'm very big on like so you, you know, do all these products basically yeah i'm in the kitchen like a scientist <laughs> like a mad chemist yeah. so you make all the oils and everything everything cannabis yeah. butter everything explain a little bit what you got going on over there 
on your shelf. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't milk the cows, but <laughs> you know, I do infuse the butter that is already out there. Um, I have sugar, honey. Um, I actually have uh, agave as well as a sweetener, um, like another organic sweetener for the vegans and stuff like that. I have a lot of vegan friends that are like, hey, can you give me something a little bit more vegan friendly? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not a vegan, but I could definitely give that to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I just uh, I have oils, coconut oil, olive oil. Um, I could do av- avocado oil. Um, I have tincture, of course, on my liquids, my syrups for the drinks. Um, yeah, and it actually became something bigger. Like people actually make their entire businesses now um, off of off of my products, or they give it as an option. Like a lot of chefs use my products as a, a alternative option to give more money to them in their oh, yeah, businesses. And to infuse their food and everything. Yeah. You know. Do you ever try to uh, like brand it to like uh, one of these shops out here? You ever try to? Oh, I mean, not uh, trying to make a connection or anything like a agreement where you could sell your products there and you uh, know, try pitching them, like get get a pitch together so that way, like you can tell them that you got so many customers already. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. Like I already met with a cultivator to create my own, like my own kush. But the, the secret is you're only going to be able to smoke it on the show. It's oh. going to cost like 20 G's though. Nice. And it, but I'm on a, the the cleanest buds though. Like he already went to go scope some of his buds. He does it out there in Denver, Colorado. But he he's 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 specific. I had a podcast on him last year about this time, uh, and he was crazy as hell because he had a cool ass story about he had a room like this. He said in his condo, and he made it into like a fucking jungle. Like nice. he said he had like over 110 plant lives in there, <laughs> over like a hundred and something like animal insect life. Like he had his own ecosystem in wow. there. It was pretty fucking crazy. Like the whole story he tells, I was like, there's no fucking way. He said it cost him $13,000 after wow. he moved out because it caused damage from underneath from all the water. Oh my he said God. he had his own reservoir and everything, like water feeding. <laughs> Landlord's like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, worms. <laughs> like you said, you named it. Anything in the dirt, he had it. Like he had his own. Wow. And that's how he started growing his. Um, his bud, because his homeboy's like, man, he grew all this. Why don't you try to grow some bud in here? But just he just he put planted. The he said literally he had a he had a whole couch in there, and like he just laid right there, and he'll go in there and listen to the animals, like wow. fucking smoke some weed. Is it in Chicago? <laughs> no, it was in Tampa, Florida, because he was a landscaper at the time. So after he got done with his job, he'll go take all the leftover plants and he'll take them home. Wow. And he said it first starting off in a little corner with a little he waterfall. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's got three feet of dirt all the way through the 24 by 20 room, a condo. Oh, he's definitely jungle boy now. Oh, man. But that's how he started growing his shit because then he realized that, hey, man, I could be on to something here. Yeah, that's cool. And then he was a lawyer. He was going to school for a lawyer. But that changed. You got to listen to the podcast. But it was pretty interesting. He was a pretty cool dude. But, yeah, it's going to cost 20 G. So my whole plan is to give my own cushion coffee so that way you could come on here and smoke their own KC and then, like, get it popular enough to, like, mm-hmm strike a deal with somebody out one of these distributors yeah for sure i mean you know honestly it's all new to me um the thc legalized yeah yeah world you know so to me i'm just like this is the underground and then you're like just pitch it to them they're like you never know what is where it's gonna take you and i'm just especially now it's like i'm not connected to a dispensary i'm not connected to like the the labs and to, to do all that on a legit level but i definitely have plans to go legit but i guess not in the thc i actually is i'm making a cbd line right now as well which is going to be everything that this line is but in cbd okay and i'm gonna try to get those and in, in stores and stuff like that but i mean if you can help me out with the thc stuff i would definitely be yeah very i mean interested in shit that. i mean if you have a product i'm pretty sure there's already people out there selling product uh ashtray 
it's all about marketing too. For sure. I got this like, one um, drink. <laughs> yeah, I had that. My, my wife gave me that shit. It's actually like a maple leaf. It's not even like a weed leaf. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that'll be the next step, I think, for you to do that, man. Well, um, when's the first time you start smoking weed? Um, I was like 13 years old. Who were you at? <laughs> I was one of my best friends at the time. <laughs> can you can you drop name his name or government name or no? Oh, I mean, it was my girl Lisa. I was with my girl Lisa, but no, I didn't. No, it wasn't with anybody like big or anything. Okay. It was just like, you know, we were in grammar school and my girl was having a party, and I like begged my parents, I was like, please, please, let me go, let me go, let me go, you know. And now I know not to let my daughter go anywhere. They're like, please, please. <laughs> I was like, this is like the second party I've ever been to. Please, let me, please. And then like the first party was all good, and so I thought it was gonna be good, and it turned into a whole stoner party in there, and I was just like, oh, so they passed me the blunt. We smoked it. I hit it. I was like, this is nothing. This is nothing. And then, like, a couple minutes later, the whole room starts spinning. And I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down. <laughs> like, I'm just there, stoned down. My friends are like, let's dance. Because I was always the party the party animal. That was your first time, huh? So you're fucking lit. I'm zoned the fuck out. My friends are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, mm, oh, no. I, I, I think I'm high. <laughs> I, think I, I think I feel it now. <laughs> so how long have you been in the, this game, though? Um, the product line, the food ingredients, I would say the beginning of last year is when I started. Um, it was just because I started with the butter and the syrup. Actually, I started with the, with the butter and the oil. And then, you know, my sister's an actual amazing chef. So I was like, like a real really, chef. Yeah. Like, well, not a real, real chef. <laughs> I mean, her food's very amazing. So I, was, I would say a real chef. She's a great cook. What's your guys' nationality? If you don't mind me asking. Um, Mexican and Puerto Rican. Okay. Um, oh, so you def can you cook or no? I cook a little bit, but I have so many amazing cooks around me that they're just like, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> get away, we got you. We'll cook that, for you. Yeah, yeah, like, that's oh. the way it is. You know, so I was like... If well, you don't know what the hell you're doing, get the hell out of the kitchen. Mm -hmm. If you know what you're doing, but you can't keep up. Like, Basically, I couldn't. I didn't want to keep up. I had so much shit to do. Like, I got stuff to do. Like, <laughs> I, I'll come back for my plate. Like, you know. Um, that's basically how my life was. So then I just started doing all this. And I was like, hey, you know, you should start infusing this and selling um, infused options and selling infused food. And, you know, it went from their $10 plates to $25 plates and $25 profits. And, you know, it was, it's... It's been great since then, you know. So you do like all kind of events too. You do, yeah, cater foods. You bake goods and stuff like that too. Or uh, no, I haven't. No, I know a lot of edible uh, vendors. A lot of good friends of mine that do um, edibles as well. So I, like I said, I'm not really in the kitchen like that when it comes down to it. Like yeah. you know, about edibles, I do want to dabble in it in the future. Um, but like I said, I'm not really into that. I'm always delivering. I'm always like you know just messing with my people. Always branding and networking. And I really don't got time to do anything more in the kitchen than this. You know. Like that's yeah. where I really dedicate all my free time to, um, but yeah. So what do you do part time? Part time? Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, I sell. I sell drugs. I'm <laughs> just like I sell weed. You um, sell medicine. I, yes, I sell medicine. I actually also invest in stocks and real estate, and I do a bunch of of other stuff when you, it comes down to it. This is like my real social gig. <laughs> did you ever uh, meet with the Lotto bands? Lotto bands. I, I yeah, that's did a, that, the the, the Zalawing, right? Yeah, I did yeah okay. Mm -hmm. How'd you like that event? It was it cool. Was, yeah, it was great. It, it was, was it was popping too. Yeah. It was like a lot of people there. Yeah, it was fun. I liked I liked the vibe. It was it was dope. Um, just meeting new people. I think that's the first time I came across you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like doing the most. That you know, just networking. Connecting, yeah, connecting yeah. and networking with. That's like the most important thing too. Like, and anything you do, like you gotta go out there and do the footwork. Like the whole Dre and Ye concert, like. 
It's just because I knew people that I met through over the years, and then like I just reached out. I was listening to some fucking YouTube like uh, inspirational video and marketing video talking about man, if you have resources out there, just reach out. All they could do is say no, like you know what I'm saying. And the dude told me too, if I could do anything for you, Banda, I'll, I'll hook you up. So he happened to be like good friends with a certain individual. So I just reached out, and he's like, yeah, man, we can make that happen. And it was just like fucking. I'm on taking pictures of Dre, yeah, and Drake. You know what I'm right? saying? It's like fucking awesome. That's dope. That I was like the like, me, uh, like free media pa- passes. Yeah, basically, because I, I actually arrived with the guy that actually put it together, Mr. J Prince. Like I was in the wow. car with him, and I arrived with him. So yeah. like, if you don't know who he is, he's the man there, and I appreciate all the, the opportunity I had. It was pretty awesome. But uh, for the most part, yeah, it was just me striving. It was the coolest thing though was like uh, showing my kids like you could do anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I got like five kids now. Oh, wow. I just had three kids back to back for the last three years. My wife's been pregnant. My poor wife. <laughs> last three years. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> don't take all my love. Yeah. So uh, we had she's she's at home right now. She's kind of the one that take care of all the schedules. Shout out to my wife. But uh, she takes care. Of, she's a Mrs. Very, Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Big supporter. She wants to do one here too, but she don't smoke weed, but. She's like, yeah, we should do one. Mr. Toots and Mrs. Toots, because I call her Mrs. Toots. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe one day. I don't know. But moving forward, you got merch and everything, huh? Shirts? Yeah, it's, uh, the, the brand has really taken off. It was just, like, something, uh, you know, that I had to put together as a logo to, like, you know, get my, my product out there. Um, and then, like, just people love the logo so much that I was like, you know, okay, I'll give you guys T-shirts and hoodies and start working on face masks and fanny packs and all that good stuff, so... Man, you should even try to do, like, glow-in-the-dark. That's cool. I'm actually in a glow-in-the-dark event coming up. Are <laughs> so you? you guys should follow me, Infuse Your Food 420 on IG. Yeah, I like that. I've got the stars on there and everything. Yeah, I got Chicago on there. I try to represent a little bit. Um, yeah, so I got uh, an event coming up on February 5th, which is a glow party, and then February 13th, I have another event that I'm actually throwing personally. It's going to be super lit i'm gonna have a super bowl party the super bowl's gonna be playing you should come through we're gonna be having it's like a galentine's day we got a game room a dj i go all out yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you're throwing the party yeah damn I, I would like i said i'm gonna be in vegas at i that know time, that so. sucks <laughs> but it's cool but next time next event for sure i'll, I'll definitely come through i appreciate the merch yeah, like i said i appreciate you having me on <laughs> yeah this is all love man this was about like uh so what what what, what drive you to like did you watch anybody like do anything like this growing up? No, actually, not at all. So did mean, you YouTube it? You YouTube it all? Yeah, self taught. Yeah, so when I yeah, it's a self taught. When I first started doing this, I mean, I heard of edibles, and I was just like, how the hell do you do that? <laughs> like, how you get weed in there? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it was always just such a mystery uh, to me. But I was like, all right, cool. But you know, it wasn't until it was asked of me that I really started researching and studying and doing the hours of work to learn about all this. And a lot of people just um, well, me personally, I'm very uh, big on milligrams and uh, dosages because I have a lot of people with actual disease, diseases and ailments and illnesses that come to me and they're like, oh, I need sativas or I need it to not be this strong or I need it to be, you know, whatever their uh, custom uh, needs are. Yeah. So I always try my best to accommodate to them and make sure that everything is accurate and transparent and they know what they're getting. So I think that's something that kind of separates me from everybody else. Um, is that I'm very like science based, you yeah. know, very accurate with things just so people can and I'm very like friendly and customer service based. Like if you need anything more stronger, my like my products go up to two hundred I mean uh, two thousand milligrams. Yeah. So if you need anything more, because you know, like 
you smoke every single day. You wake up smoking. Be high like, tolerance, yeah. High tolerance is because you know a gram is a is a thousand milligrams. You know, so if you're smoking one, two, three, four grams a day, you know, like seven grams a day, you might need a little bit more than two thousand milligrams to like get you there. So, like I said, for that, for those people, I would definitely, I definitely do custom packages and all that good stuff too. Yeah, that's just up. You should make like little cookies like this. Yeah. Yeah, and just sell them like that. They don't have weed leaf. They have the maple leaf. Like maple leaf yeah, molds. It's <laughs> knock off. It's enough. Or make your own mold, actually. There's yeah, ways. Cool. Definitely, yeah. That, I mean, just to sell those at events or even give them away if you can, just like like here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I'm selling those shirts, but like I like giving it away to people who, you know, give me opportunities and stuff like that. It's a good marketing uh Definitely, that's 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 definitely what I do too. I, I pass out a bunch of cars everywhere I go. Yeah, I freaking love your cushion coffee. Like, I will definitely wear your T-shirt if it says cushion coffee. That yeah, I know. So I got good. I got more coming. I promise you. I, I got you though. And when they come in, <laughs> so no I'm problem. A lot of pop-ups, a lot of eyes on me. So because man, I promise you that shit took off. Like, like I said, this shit started off for like seven episodes. That's why I just kind of kept going on with it. Because you just never know. Joe Rogan, I listen to Joe Rogan a lot, and uh, Joey Diaz. So like, they're fucking amazing podcasters, and right. they're like, man, if you can sit there and get people on and just talk to them and create a conversation, then like, fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. You're like, I, I made it for creators, so like, I like to hear a different creator story based on their struggles and what they go through. Type. Right. So you know, just like you, just like being an entrepreneur, no kids. No kids, not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real picky. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 20. I just turned 29. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I waited. I had kids when I was 20, so I had to grow up a lot faster. Yeah. 19. So now it, it kind of, I just work harder for them and just show them, like, uh, how to do it, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I do have my niece, which is my sister's daughter, and she looks up to me, and she's the closest thing to a daughter that I have. Um, so I really try to show her, like, you know, you can do anything um, as long as you do it in a in a smart way, yeah, you know, yeah. like for sure. Put your so she's an artist, so you know I show her like you could you could sell this, you could put that on 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 a on a bag or a t shirt or you know there's different ways you don't do it in different ways you know you could always market and make your own money. Be in the so, are, are your parents uh, okay with your business <laughs> entrepreneurship? <laughs> well, they ground me every week. No, I'm just playing. Um, yeah, they know exactly what I do. They're very were they, um, were they uh, skeptical at first? No, they're proud. No, they're like, were they stoners too? Uh, yeah, they were actually. Were they? Yeah, stoner parents are the best. I think. <laughs> I promise you. They they don't really smoke anymore. My mom does still, so she's very like, wow, you anything you put your mind to, you achieve. <laughs> so that's kind of like the parents that I have. They're very encouraging. That's awesome. Um, so I, I show them like, man, yo, dad, I'm going legit. You know, I'm doing more than just selling weed. You know, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm making. I'm you know, I want to go in stores. I want to do something you know i didn't want it to go into dispensaries and be like a bud tender but i don't know like i want to make my own profits you know like i yeah, want my own business yeah that too that should that i mean i'm pretty sure you already got customers around here if yeah, you don't sure. we're listening to in like 15 countries right now so like if you want holler at tac infusions man get your shit shipped to you worldwide yeah uh infusions 420com you could actually order anything um, through that website. I ship it to you, or I, you could set up a local delivery, um, or you could just hit me up on um, IG, talk to me personally. Um, my IG again is Infuse Your Food 420. Man, what, what what if you're able to like get this shit in grocery stores one day? Like, can you imagine that? I mean, it's it's legalized. I don't understand why. Yeah, sooner or later you're gonna be able to make your own fucking and sell it product. I mean, I don't understand why people don't legalize it already like indiana hasn't did it yet i'm pretty sure we're gonna follow though because we usually follow illinois everything illinois does 
Yeah, I mean, you go to corner stores and you see the Delta 8 stuff and the CBD stuff, and it's like, I can't wait till it's like THC right there. Right there, right so, in front, right? And it's so much more. So how do, you, how do you market your stuff? Just uh, IG? Yeah, IG. I do the website. I do paid promotions. I go to pop-ups, do events, you know, just spread the word organically, basically, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically how I spread it. It's, it's been word of mouth, you know. I don't know. I guess people, I just connect to people a little bit more, so I... I you know, I share their stuff. I support them. They support me, and you know, things go to yeah, yeah. places. <laughs> so, how's the business been? Good. Yeah, business has been great. Um, I've been. It's been picking up. You know, from last year, I've been. I think I've grossed about. Don't six, you don't have to say a number. You know, like <laughs> I, I did pretty well last year for okay. a new business. You know, I, I I wouldn't say it failed. You know. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, LLC it and everything like that, or you just no, not just this. not yet. Not the THC infusions. I LLC'd um, the CBD version of it though already. So I'm waiting on my certificate, and then once I get the certificate, um, I'm gonna start pushing it and uh, pitching it to stores and stuff. So how many trials and errors did you go through? Um, I'm uh, I guess like a few. Uh, like did you waste a times. couple ounces the first time? Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I, I actually. Well, I guess yeah, you could say that. I, I think I've only. I'm not. You know, I've never wasted. I've been high and I've double dosed. Like double I've dosed. Double, like yeah, you like, added too much. <laughs> like I was supposed to make a 500 milligram butter and it ended up being like 2,000 milligrams and I was like, oh, where's the rest of that bugger that I was supposed to? Oh shit! <laughs> you know. Oh shit! <laughs> Why? You just throwing at the time. You just adding ingredients or something. Yeah, you just no. I just added more bud than I was supposed to because you know when I decarb, I decarb in the whole batch. So then I gotta like separate the grams for amount. each yeah. product, you know. And sometimes I just get high and I just <laughs> add too much and I'm just like. So how do you, how do you break it down to 500 grams or 200 grams and stuff like that? How do you know how much how many grams are in there? Yeah, there's actually a. a a tool on on Google you can go to. It's called a THC calculator. Google teaches you guys everything. everything. School Google Google University. <laughs> That's what I tell my kids. But before I cut you off, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. I was talking about Google. Like kids have everything at their fingertips right now. They don't understand the power they got in that phone. They rather just watch like YouTubers or something like that. But yeah, and then you got people giving away things for free that they should be selling just because they want to be uh, a leader in the industry. So you got so much information out there that's accessible. Because I used to have to walk to the library. You know what I'm saying? I was right. raised in the dot-com era, not to get my age away or anything. But, <laughs> right. but like, uh, I used to have to walk to libraries and shit. Like, now you could just download a book straight to your goddamn phone. Like, it's right. $5. All right, cool. And you can have it forever. Exactly, you ain't got to even put it in the book bag. Or you could Google some shit. Anything you want to learn about in life, like you could just Google that shit. Don't read, don't believe everything you read, though. Make right. sure you do all your research. Fact checks, you know. Yeah. Double opinions, triple opinions. Yeah, you see they're trying to go after Joe Rogan for all that thing he's going through. Did you see that? No, what's going on? I guess because uh, the people he interviews, he's got uh, misinformation, I guess, leaked misinformation about this COVID thing that's going around. Oh. Like doctors and shit like that that's going on there, and they're talking... But some of these guys are like highly credentialed backgrounds and yeah, it's mo- crazy. Yeah, right? it's like how they control. Yeah, like everything. <laughs> I feel like this. This is why my phone's like this because I'm so anti. Yeah, I think they shut you down. They shut me down. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> theorists. Yep. I'd be scared to talk too much about stuff like that because they'll shut me down too. I don't like. I don't know if they will or not, but it's kind of scary to put a target on yourself, you know. So back to Google, you said that you Googled uh, the, the how to measure it out. Yeah, so there's a tool called THC uh, Calculator of Edibles out there, and you just basically put how much bud you're going 
to use, what the percentage of it is, how much liquid you're going to use, and it calculates, you know, how much uh, THC you would need for that. Or you put how much THC I want to have, and then, yeah, you, if you use the tool, you'll see. Yeah, yeah. So that, that helped me out a lot. And now all you really need to know is those THC percentage of your bud and everything else you can calculate pretty easily. How much did you say you, your initial investment was altogether when you first started? Um, well, I just started with the butter. So I think my initial investment was like half ounce, like $100 or $150. Um, and the the butter, I think the initial investment was more energy and labor than it was <laughs> the money. It was like eight hours. How long does it take the you process? Know, you know, the infusion process takes at least four to eight hours. You know, that you want to aim for the eight hours so it could be a better infused for sure. Um, but just making it and decarbing it and just straining the stuff yeah just, it's, it's 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 a lot and then you know i'm really big on the jars that i use the the mark the, um, the packaging i use it's all glass it's all high quality stuff because i want it to last long yeah. um so i try not to i try not to cheat myself out you know when people i want a, a high quality quality po- product for people to have for sure She's got can of sugar here, guys. Yeah, you're like, what? The fuck is this? Like, I <laughs> can put this shit in my tea? Down's the hardest one to, to make, actually. Like, I was about to say, how do you crystallize this shit? Like, do you, is it come, like, all liquid form at first? or the, uh, no, like, Yeah, <laughs> you got to use another form of another one of my products to do that, and then you got to bake it, and then you got to be careful because you might explode the freaking kitchen with the chemicals that you use, and it's just, <laughs> it's, it's literally, it's crazy. It's Did scary. you see this process go down before? Yeah, you have. You were there when I did the sugar. Oh, because sugar is combustible. Yeah, when I have to leave the, the stuff open, so I don't. <laughs> well, she's never. I've never exploded the kitchen, so I'm, I'm an expert. So thank God she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Because uh, sugar's combustible, like it's flammable. Like that shit's highly flammable. Yeah, it's it's a long, tedious process with the sugar, for sure. So um, how, how many uh, milligrams is this? The big ones are a thousand milligrams, which is the eight ounces. And, and then, each tablespoon. Um, they actually, I actually have that label there as well. I have it labeled for t- each teaspoon and each uh, tablespoon as well. So it shows you specifically how many milligrams. Oh shit. Yep. Okay. I make sure. Yeah, that's that was one of my my perks. You know, like I, I make sure everybody knows exactly what they're doing when it comes down to my products. So. Damn, 62 grams in a tablespoon, guys. 62 milligrams. Teaspoon. Mm-hmm. Teaspoon is 21 milligrams. Whew. Damn. Good stuff. <laughs> I got it. I definitely got to get it. Put it in your cushion coffee. Yeah, in the da- I usually drink it black, so I usually don't like sugar because um, not a lot of sugar goes in this mm-hmm. tank. Tincture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that stuff. How, how does the process of this, too? Is like, do you extract it and all that, too? Uh, the oil. Um, it's it's that one's a pretty easy infusion process. It's Man, just, I swear the cannabis game is just like it used to be just like some compressed ass buds, right? Some, some Mexican <laughs> some Mexican brick <laughs> weed. <laughs> and now you got like mad scientists like Kay over here in the kitchen whipping up some oils and shit, or some sugars, combustible. Talking about blowing up kitchens and shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. When I started learning all this stuff, the first time I did the sugar, I was scared. I was literally scared. I had. Um, Why wow, um, you seen it on YouTube? They they warned you about it, or yeah, what? Yeah, they warned like if you put it too hot, it will it will inflame and combust. <laughs> so I was like, oh no! Like, I just did this kitchen. Like, I just got this kitchen. Were up. you all dressed up and padded with a fire extinguisher on <laughs> standby? Yep, I had the windows open. <laughs> I was. 
praying to my angels. I was oh like, shit! Lord, let this go good, and then yeah, it, it went good. It was it was. How was the reviews on your first batch? It was good. Yeah, there were a lot of people get the sugar for like their family members, their moms, and stuff like that. If they don't use it themselves, oh, okay. they're just like, "Yo, my grandma was lit." Man, speaking <laughs> of that, my fucking mom the other day, she she never. She, I, I seen she was like stressed, and the next thing you know, she's like, "Hey." Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, and then like an hour later, she calls me up. She's like, hey, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, what? She's like, what the fuck did you give me? <laughs> I was like, what was the name of that bud? <laughs> and I was like, Ma, watch a movie. I'm, I'm trying to watch something. <laughs> And then she calls me back and says, hey, dude, <laughs> and I was just cracking up. And I put it on speakerphone. I was letting my wife listen. And I was just a fucking hilarious because she ain't never smoked. But some shit went down with the family. So I knew she was kind of stressing because you could see it over her face. And the next thing you know, she asked me for that shit. That shit made my night, though. <laughs> yeah. like, fucking hey, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, hey, bro. You ever uh, gave your parents a new bud? Uh, I've been trying to make my dad smoke for like my whole life and he, he's like I used to smoke this and that and be high for days and have bricks and pounds and I was like oh really? <laughs> I was like okay well here hit this he's like nah 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 I don't do that now I'm like ah but my mom just started recently smoking again Did so she? she's just so chill now she's so happy she's so like hey how you doing what's going on you know before <laughs> she was like rah, 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 rah. now she's just like oh come over me huh this and that and <laughs> it's just so chill do you ever smoke with her yeah i yeah we I, we smoked a couple she hits me up every two weeks what was the her. first time you smoked with her um, were you like nervous at first like damn i'm smoking with my mom uh, yeah, kind of. I, I actually smoked, and she didn't mind me smoking, but she never smoked. It was the first time that she was kind of in the mix with us, and my friends passed her a blunt, and she took it, and she's like, I could, it ain't nothing. Because she was all like, I don't know. My mom's really Yeah, like, my mom's the same way. Yeah, like, I could do it. I could do it. Dare me, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. So, they, she, you know, she grabbed it, she hit it, she's like, I was like, yo. 70s baby right there. <laughs> I was like, that ain't no brick weed. That ain't no brick weed, mama. Uh, so she held it in. She held it in for a second and she was like, Ugh. I was like, that ain't no brick weed, mama. That ain't no brick weed. She's like, what that's the hilarious. fuck? This is different. This ain't the shit I used to smoke. I was like, yeah. that's what I was saying. Like, growing up, a Nick used to call a Nick. You know what I'm saying? $5. $5. dollars But now that shit, like, you, still, you need what $20. The you need $20 for a gram, <laughs> a half a gram. Like, what the fuck? Bro, I just want to smoke some weed. What's a fin? They don't even know what a fin is now. Right? I got five on it. <laughs> they said five. You better get 15 more. So what's the most struggles you had to do uh, being an entrepreneur, like the go through so far? I think just really just promoting yourself and not getting shut down by our social media just because THC is still so flag yeah like snapchat yeah and then also the you know just going to events and just the thc thing people are like oh it's legal but is it legal can you still sell it and it's like you cannot can't because you're supposed to be associated with dispensary to sell any type of thc products so you know it's like it's legal but it's kind of not so it's still like i don't know it's kind of it, like the COVID thing right now. <laughs> it's whatever you believe. Like, <laughs> like people, people will be mad at you if you don't wear a mask. People will be mad at you if you, if you don't wear it properly. Like, but weed is weed. People will be mad at you because you smell like weed. Are you going? Like, I, I had a lot, of, a lot of people tell me that shit one time when I was like in movie theaters. Like, mm-hmm. it smells like weed in here. Like, 
mind your fucking business. Right. <laughs> it smells like cheap cologne too. Yeah, <laughs> old ass pedophile cologne. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>. Jesus. <laughs> Like old pervert Herbert from oh. fucking Family Guy. Don't forget to stretch your hamstrings. Oh, no. <laughs> I got some candy in my pocket. <laughs> you gotta reach down deep. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so growing up, uh, you guys rough? Pretty rough. Pretty pretty rough. Who's yeah. the oldest? She's the oldest. My sister's the oldest. Out of all of them? No, no, no. She's not the oldest uh, sibling of ours, no. You got an older brother, older sister? Yeah, older. I'm the baby. You're the baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're the cool You're the cool one, laid back one? I'm just, oh, no, kind the of. baby of the, the parents, too? <laughs> you're the favorite, too? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> all of no. the above? No. That's awesome. But so. uh, I struggles, yeah. I've, I mean, like, my family, we didn't really grow up as, uh, you know, super fortunate, I guess. You know, like, we, uh, my parents... I don't know. We had a, a rough upbringing, you know. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my dad had to work really, really hard to get us a, a better life, and you know, I, my mom dealt with a lot of things that she had to go through, so she was kind of distracted as well. So you know, when it comes down to like getting structured and stuff as a kid, yeah. that really wasn't there. So you kind of had to raise yourself at that point when you know your mom's or your mom dad's working hard or whatever, and another one's kind of not there, you know. So yeah, yeah, um, I, I dealt with that too. Similar situation. Parents got divorced. Mom, I ain't seen my dad until I was like 13 again after he left us when I was three. And I still didn't give him like the benefit of the doubt type shit to be a father. Cause right. like, but I, I learned some things from him. And I, I grew up later on in life and I, I told him like, man, I don't hold nothing against you. you know what I'm saying? Right, that's how I You're my dad. Like after I grew up, I realized like what they, because you, you can't understand your parents about what they're going through at that time. Cause so you're a kid, you don't know. Yeah, you, you're just you, like me, 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 me. Yeah, especially with family too. Like you just don't understand what the hell anybody's going through. So to understand it, you can't because you, you're not there or to be in the middle type shit. So it's tough, man. And I know that that's why I kind of like start smoking weed, kind of like meditating. Right, like I, I started when I was 11. My uncle got me high for the first time. Yeah. Shout out Uncle Jesse. Hey, I got Uncle Jesse too. Shout out Uncle Jesse. <laughs> so I got Uncle Jesse's. He's supposed to come on the podcast, man, real soon. But like he's, uh, he's the reason why I'm like uh, uh, kind of the way I am. I'm kind of changing the way I am because I'm real like, fucking straightforward kind of like an asshole you know yeah I've, I've, <laughs> I've been told myself yeah yeah myself. so like I, I, that's my Walita's fault too though he always told me just tell him the truth you know say the truth if, sometimes if, when you don't know how to say it it comes out you, you gotta be it's gotta be said though cause Sorry. that's what everybody around you knows your flaws so yeah, I'm learning to be a little bit more tactical with my tongue yeah you yeah, gotta you know, start thinking about before you start saying you shit yeah this. yeah yeah <laughs> without them getting all pissed off cause people, like, people don't like being judged you know what I'm saying but Sometimes people need to tell you, like, hey, this is fucked up right here. You need to fix this. You it's know what I'm saying? When people can't accept constructive criticism. That's yeah. the biggest thing to me. I'm just like, bro, it's, we're all adults and not everybody's perfect. Yeah, know? everybody so, fucks up, but I'm just letting you know you're fucking up right here. So just like fix it. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm fucking up, let me know. So yeah, I can please. Fix it. Yeah, you know, it's vice versa. How the hell are we going to elevate without knowing what's up? Exactly. That's what this show's about elevating, getting everybody heard. Like, everybody's like, man, you should charge for this. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> this is for creators to come on here. Right. So yeah. what's ne what's next for this? What's your uh, what's your future plans? Um, the future plan is, I mean, if I can't get into the dispensary, 
uh, and get it really up to par to get it accepted in the dispensary world and then the dispensary world yeah um, I'm already doing the CBD line which I'm gonna go legal legit anyway in the government so whichever way it goes that's basically my my next move. You already looked into the paperwork for all that? Yeah, I have my LLC put in. I got my my. They require any special uh, hoops to be jumping through for the for the line for to no. sell THC? Well, no, I didn't do the LLC for the THC. I did it for the CBD version of this product line. Oh, okay. So I haven't even released that yet or made any products yet. It was just something that I was just like, it's gonna happen. So I LLC it really quick and. Um, I bought the website that I'm building on it right now, and yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff with that, seeing where that's going to go with me. You got help, or are you doing that all yourself? <laughs> all myself, yeah. For real? Yeah, so it's kind of hard, um, you know, when You're, you're coding the website, too? Or? Well, I use, like, Wix.com, okay, so it's okay. like, you know, self-builder, you know, so that works, um, but it's still a lot of updating, it's still a lot of, you know, creating, designing, and then I do the flyers for my shows and um, the products, and yeah, I do the products for my shows, and um uh, and I do the events, I do my pop-ups, I, I, I basically do everything by myself. It's kind of hard, you know. That's why I'm not as, as uh, I guess, social on, on social media. I'm not as present as, as I would like to be because I'm just juggling so many things. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you have anybody helping you, like, at all? Or are you doing everything as far as, like, shipping, <laughs> taking orders? And- yeah, I literally do it all, yeah. So that's the reason, you know, <laughs> I wish I could be more interpersonal and, you know, hang out with my uh, my co-vendors, my friends. I don't even have my friends anymore. I don't really have friends anymore because <laughs> I literally do it all by myself, you know. So, But it's going to be worth it in the end. I can't wait till I get to that point where I feel like I'm stable and I'm throwing parties for my people. Like, hey, come on, now I can actually chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen because you're going to be... <laughs> you're, you're gonna be <laughs> you're like, with your work ethic, I don't think it's going to happen. Because, like, I'm telling you, because, like, photography, too, like, I, every, all the gigs that I never got to chill is always straight work, you know. It's just like... Uh, Everywhere you're at, you just gotta you gotta be ready. And I'm carrying around a camera, equipment. People see me working, and they're like, "Bro, like, I you never seen, I never seen nobody fucking work like you." Because I got everything on me. Like, I got my Ronin like strapped to my back, and I'm just in like cargo shorts, and we're just rolling. I'm working. Yep. You go into a different beast mode type at, at at that moment. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if nobody's gonna work as hard as you, nobody's gonna do your job as much as you. Nobody's gonna see your vision or your dream like yeah, you facts. see your vision or your dream. And volunteers are cool, but people need money and I don't even like to accept volunteer work just because it's like I don't really have anything to give you right now or if I do give it to you it's because like I need that money you know yeah. <laughs> like you know I'm still building myself so I really don't even have time to employ people yeah you know so it's kind of hard but hopefully I get to the point where that's you know, that'd be uh the key that'd be yeah. cool shit to open your own little warehouse type shit in it yeah that'd be cool get your own little lab going in the back like some breaking bad type shit yeah for sure right <laughs> Oh fucking big ass uh, chemistry sets that'd be crazy yeah I think the one of the best things that I really love right now that I just started doing uh, events again so I started hosting events and it really allows me to give some time to my people and we actually chill there now that because it's a part of my business so kind of like just pop-up events yeah that's what I've been doing just here and there um, everywhere I don't really have one shot but you know it gives the people my friends an opportunity to come out and you know have some time for me finally and I could give time to them and it's an environment where I'm not working even though I'm working but it's fun so I I enjoy it that's something that I'm starting to really like to do because I used to do it a lot because I used to be in music when I was younger in my early 20s and teenagers Um, I used to do music I used to 
um, perform. I used to be an events coordinator, a co-host, all types of stuff when I was younger. And then like, I was like, I need to go make some money guys. So I'll be right back, you know? So now that I'm getting back into my events, it's like, I feel renewed again. Like, yeah. all right, cool. You know, like let's, let's party again. Let's you feel the grow. most comfortable at like this and meeting new people, right? Like, yeah, I like that's it. the most coolest thing too, about meeting new people, man. Cause you don't know what doors are going to open for you. Yeah, for sure. I like I like the unpredictability of it. You know, sometimes you got to get out your com comfort zone. And once you're out there, you never know where the universe is going to take you. Yeah, I had like a that was like one of the things in that book I was reading, uh, Think to Get Rich. Like it looks like when you're overthinking, like just don't even overthink it. If you got an idea, just go through with it. Don't even overthink about it again. Don't even dwell on it. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm -hmm. think about it more. Should I go or should I not go? And then once you start getting that self-doubt and that, that starts leading up other doubts and insecurities, and then, yeah, yeah, and then the you couch. don't want to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then it's like, fuck, because I, I don't drop a lot of work because uh, copyright issues, like for Facebook, because you give them all the copyrights on their programs. And I don't know if you know that. That's why I don't share a lot of my photography work. Oh, because, yeah. Because uh, they... they they own they own it basically people That's the could issue copy about it Wix. Yeah, Wix yeah. does the same thing That's yeah. like, Damn, i need to get my shit coded yeah we, that we uh we got our own clothing line too it's called perfectbalance.com uh, we had somebody build it from from scratch so everything gets hosted and shit like that so nice. it uh it helps when you have your own website and everything's hosted so that way you have full control over it, all of it especially you get enough traffic in there that's another revenue because then you can start having uh <coughs> pop-ups like uh uh sponsors because right. I just started getting uh, sponsors for this, for Cushion Coffee, which is kind of crazy because they send me emails like almost every other day. Like, hey, we got seven new sponsors for you. Yeah. And they got like budgets on like 20000 like 25000 Wow, that's amazing. And basically you got to come up with something, like you could probably do it too if you come up with your own THC infusion, like come up with recipes that you could share with people. Oh. Something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even talk about how, how, what, how you go about the process of you starting and, and where you're at now. Like people will listen. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm definitely down to share the story. Like I said, I'm very, I'm, I think I'm ready in, in that time of my life to settle into talking about what I've been through and yeah. helping other people grow. People who know me know I'm always helping everybody grow and be encouraged um, to, like I said, go out there and let the universe work for them, you know, just get out your comfort zone, work hard for what you believe in and see where it goes, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, attract your energy because this shit's all real. It really is. Like, you're your own tool, like... You're the strongest person. You're the manifester of your own destiny. So you really got to go out there and build what you want because ain't nobody else going to do it. You spiritual, huh? Nah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I said it that. Um, man, I just appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank R you for having really me. The studio's amazing. It. Yeah, thank yeah. you. So I best wishes to you and all the year. Yeah, any shout-outs you want to get out before you get out of here? Shout out because to you know I don't want to get you, keep you any longer. That snowstorm's about to go crazy outside. We in Chicago, by the way. Shout out to all of my uh, co-vendors out there, you know, um, everybody on my page, I'm always posting and, you know, my sister out here that's right next to me, she's always have my back, my supporter, you of course, Love. Um, God out there, you know, everybody out there just hustling, making money, trying to feed their families, God bless everybody, that's the biggest shout out, everybody. Hey, shout out everybody, man. <laughs> hey, no matter what, man, just keep chasing your dreams. Stay persistent in life. Never give up because most people give up when they're right at the fucking doorstep of their dreams uh, unfolding. Never so never stop, man. Side. I'm telling you. Never stop. Hey, we're going to go out with Buddha Lovers again. This is your boy, Jay Banner. This is Cushy Coffee Podcast. Shout out to K THC Infusions. We're going to get out of here, man, before the snowstorm comes and kills us. All right, so stay warm, guys. Peace and love, man.